Join Chris and Suzanne Vester today on Faith Family Fulfillment as they lead discussions on creating a strong bond and having a loving relationship through Christian values. Guests on the show share insightful stories and ideas to enhance a positive family upbringing and create trust in one another, as well as providing encouraging words of wisdom everyone should hear. And now, here are Chris and Suzanne. Welcome to another episode of Faith Family Fulfillment. I am your co-host, Chris. And I'm Suzanne. And um, we are going to recap uh, season one, kind of give uh, some of our reflections today, and kind of do an intro to season two as to um, what we see going forward, what changes we might do, or just thoughts about the process. It's general conversation today. It's kind of a a reflection of season one. Welcome to season two. Fair enough. And I've got the timer going, so awesome. we won't go we'll be, forever. We'll be concise. I'll pray <laughs> soon and we'll get started. Okay. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for um, the purpose um, that you put us here for. Thank you for just this time that we can gather and really sit and reflect on what we've learned, um, how we've drawn closer to you through this process and how we've drawn closer to each other. Um, and how we've grown as individuals in this, as you lead and guide this conversation in Jesus' name, right? Amen. Amen. So the reason I wanted to do this episode, and I mentioned it to you yesterday, is I was on a podcast recently, and one of the questions was, through the process of our podcast, mm-hmm. what had I learned? And I was the only one on that podcast, so I didn't get the question, didn't get to hear your answer. Okay. So I gave you some time. We cheated a little bit this time. I gave you some time to think about that answer. So what do you think you've learned through this platform or this process of recording these interviews and these reflections, personal reflections? Like what's what's your takeaway? What have I learned? Um, sometimes I think we share a brain. Sometimes I think they're on opposite ends of the globe in some things. Um, it's been good to just sit and have time. We schedule this time out. So, I mean, it's dedicated to just this, focusing on this. Things, Other things don't creep in. Right. What have you what have you learned about so do you think the process has helped you grow in any way like we're we're here we're interviewing these couples we're hearing some amazing stories we're taking mm-hmm. tons of notes um we're seeing tons of alignment mm-hmm. in how their families are function are structured as you know compared to ours mm-hmm. but is there Certain takeaways that you said, okay, well, that's on the area I need to grow in and I'm going to make that happen or I'm going to start focusing on that. What are some of the things over the past, you know, I went back and looked, there's 50, I think it's 57 episodes at this point. Like, what do you, what do you think you've learned? I mean, we hope the audience mm-hmm. takes away something, but you know, we, we already align with these people to some degree, mm-hmm. but what are some takeaways that you've learned? I think that with the guests that we've had on, they've been very vulnerable. I don't like being that way. 
I don't like opening myself up to to criticism or to um well, to criticism, I guess would be a good word. Um, and the intentionality that they put their story out there with, knowing that it's not going to suit everybody, knowing that everybody's going to have an opinion about it, but they put it out there anyway. Um, and they just trust that it's going to reach the ears that need to hear it. So the intentionality of it with putting yourself out there with, I will say no regard to yourself and your own state of well-being, but just putting yourself out there more. I'm training in that. I'm not going to say I'm, I'm trying or I'm working on it. I'm training in that. Right. Um, so by them doing that and you say, I'm, I'm here. Am I hearing you say that you're inspired by the fact that they can? Well, it's courageous. Right. It's courageous to do that. And is it the feedback that gives you this idea that it's having an effect on people? Like you, it's obviously, you know, you said you're inspired by it. Mm-hmm. Well, the inspiration has to mean you see that it has results for people. Well, sure. I mean, I was just talking to somebody this morning. You don't go through things to hold on to them. You don't experience things to keep it to yourself. At some point, you're going to meet someone or you're going to run across someone. You're going to be interviewed on a podcast. And you're going to say something or you're going to walk back through your story. Someone else is going to hear that and see that you're on the other side of it. And it's going to give them hope and and encouragement to to keep going. Nothing's wasted. Nothing's wasted. Do I think that there are some boundaries that you have to kind of stay within the lines on certain things? I mean, yes, I do. Because I think that not everything is suitable for every audience. So you have to kind of know who you're talking to. but. You know, what comes to mind for me most, I think about um, Chad and Brooke and her story is so inspiring, just is so full of just, this is what it is. And even if you guys follow them on social media, you'll see that she's still very much like that. This is my life. This is my day to day and take it or leave it. This is what it is. But she inspires a lot of people to be more. Um, more intentional, especially about their recovery, the day-to-day of that. I mean, that kind of thing that just kind of pops in my brain is something that I don't think she would ever want anyone to have to go through what she went through, but because she went through it, she can show what's on the other side of it, which is what people need to know that you're not stuck there. Right. You know, it's, and there's been so many instances like that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we, I know we have a lot of, I would say I'm gonna call them local listeners, people that we know mm-hmm. that listen. And probably some of those people know more of your and I story than what we even had discussions mm-hmm. on the podcast, because our in the podcast is about someone else's story most of right. the time. And you know, I had someone come up to me. Um, I'm not gonna use his name because I didn't ask for permission, who went through the same battle I did with testicular cancer. And he and his wife, he came to me and he said, Man. I, I listened to the to the episode you you guys did about how it was for you going through it and how it was for Suzanne. Mm-hmm. And he sent it to his wife and she listened and it was, but through that conversation, there was a conversation he had with a friend of his. And that, again, it's all about creating conversations. Mm-hmm. And through that conversation, from my understanding, this friend of his was having some symptoms. Mm-hmm. And 
he had been pushing on him for a while and he finally went and was diagnosed with mm. testicular cancer. So when you hear instances like that, where something we, you and I have been through that someone else we know went through that same mm-hmm. and, but they identified with the way we talked about it openly in a way that like caused them to have a conversation with someone else. Yeah. It's all about the ripple effect. Right. You want things to to reach far beyond what you or I could do personally in having those personal conversations. Right. Um, and I asked you about your, you know, your personal growth. You said it's your training to be more intentional. Wow, that was yeah, loud. that was loud. Sorry. Um, more intentional and, and transparent in your. Mm-hmm. Or just more showing more of, of me. Right. Um, is there anything else that comes to mind about what's shifted in you over the last year and a piece? Mm-mm. You're asking that question like you have an answer. No, right? I don't. I'm just I'm just asking you self reflection. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything. Because when they, when I was asked that question, one of the things that came to my mind is I think it's improved my ability to listen. I would agree with that. Um, well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> because. Like when you're interviewing these people, you have to be, I mean, we, you know, we don't even do prescribed questions. You know, we, we, we ask people, talk. we ask people to be in the podcast and we don't even send them a list of questions. Like, Hey, we're just going to talk with the Holy Spirit, do, mm-hmm. what, do what he does. And so we go into it with just, Hey, it's just going to be a conversation. But if that's the case and you got to be really intentionally and intent, attentively listening for nuggets of wisdom, um, you know, paths to go down that you feel led to go down. And I think that's carried over into other aspects of my business life, my personal life, like how I show up at work. I I feel like, and the feedback's been much like you said, yes, it, it has led me to be a better listener in my full-time environment it allows i think it's allowed you to be more present yeah that's probably a good word because you have to be present Mm -hmm. you know um you know the intention of the creation of this podcast you know it's we you know know, it was a dare almost by steve that was a directive (laughs) it was a directive it was a directive go (laughs) do this this. go do this because he said he thought it had value but I think the direction it took, you know, it, we we started out with this idea that we're going to do interviews and it's always going to be interviews. Mm-hmm. And then we had the situation where you broke your your leg and mm-hmm. or, well, our dog broke your yes, leg. Yes, the dog did. And it caused us to have to redo a bunch of rescheduling, mm-hmm. which opened us up to doing these, mm-hmm. these one, one-to-one conversations. And, you know, I, I, I kind of went in thinking we're going to let a lot, a lot of other people tell their story, you know, tell where their successes have come from, what mm-hmm. struggles they've been through, um, which gives us the opportunity to share our story mm-hmm. as they're walking through theirs. And what ended up happening is it became this um, atmosphere of self-reflection to some degree. Mm-hmm. I can see that. As we're interviewing these couples, you know, you're reflecting on, number one, like I said, the similarities, how many, mm-hmm. how many alignments there are. 
And but it's also to me been a recognition of gaps. You know, like like when you see someone who's high achieving in something, then like it's follow like what is it? Followable excellence. Like that's mm-hmm. a word that we've used before. Like you see someone who's doing things and you know they're doing things well because you see the fruit of it, then it causes you to self-reflect, which is what we're asking the people that are hearing the message to. Mm-hmm learn and self-reflect mm-hmm. but i think it's been this little ink our little small incubator of personal growth as a couple um but also for me individually of like if i'm going to ask somebody for their wisdom then i need to shut up and listen mm-hmm. to their wisdom agreed what's your wisdom on that? that's my wisdom on that <laughs> keep doing what you're doing <laughs> that's my wisdom so i i hope it's been a good first season for everybody out there listening, you know, and somebody says, well, why do you, why are you calling it a, the end of season one? I think that the way we ended the last little section, you know, we changed production companies, we did some things, but we had that series of five about, you know, dreaming, mm-hmm. you know, that, that where we went really, really granular on dream mastery, like mm-hmm. putting those together as a couple. Right. And then capping that series off with, you know, IV, which great words of wisdom in that one, man, so good. And it just it, like I, I, as we went through that series, I'm like, man, if we can get IV back on here and he can deep dive into that sermon that we went into, that's mm-hmm. the best exclamation point that we can put on that series of five. Agreed. So if we go by weeks of the like weeks of drop, it's been more than a year of weeks of drop. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think just the way that the, the way those last five or six came together, it's real easy to say, Hey, this is going to be a new season, mm-hmm. new moving forward. Um, what are your hopes? We haven't even discussed it. Like, what are your hopes of what this evolves into, or what do you see moving into the next season? Which one of those do you want me to answer? Yes. Which one do you want me to answer first? <laughs> My hope for for moving forward is that it's still considerably thought provoking to the folks who are listening. And we talk a lot. I mean, and sometimes, like I said, we kind of feel like we share a brain and other times not so much. But just that it creates an atmosphere for people to kind of go, oh, I've never really thought about it like that. Or, okay, yeah, that hurt my toes a little bit. Get off of them. But just that it creates an environment for them to go and do and be and think better and bigger and broader and and get kind of get out of their own way, in a sense. Yeah. All right. What's your vision for it? We're just going to keep plugging in. (laughs) Just keep plugging. Yeah. I mean, because our hope is, like we say, uh, the goal for me is to have as many couples. It's not that I don't like doing things. I think there's a lot of like reflection time for us when we do them, just you and I. But more and more couples mm. um, that have, you know, life stories that are inspiring and um, wrapped up in how they've leaned on God and how God showed up. And they went as far as they could possibly go mm-hmm. naturally. Like they they went to their end. And then the minute that they were just about expired, the next thing was, hey, God shows up. Right. It's like um, one of the ladies that was is in our church, she said, well, I was out building my backstory. Right. You know, folks who have a backstory. Right. You know. 
And, and I say that to say to those that are listening, um, we've had multiple people reach out to, to us and say, hey, you need to interview this person. You need to interview this mm-hmm. person. You need to interview. And the cool thing about that is, is every time that that's been the case, mm-hmm. we've reached out and they've said yes. Mm-hmm. So it's been this like spider web of stories mm-hmm. that are interconnected in the background somewhere. Yeah. You know, I mean, we don't even talk about it as we're introducing the people about who sent them, mm-hmm. but, um, but some of our audience has recommended people, some of our um, friends and family, yeah, friends and family recommended people, the people that we're interviewing mm-hmm. have recommended people. Yeah. Um, I'd like the next season to be built on recommendations. Like if you're listening and you listen to the whole first season and someone or a, a couple comes to mind that you think has a great story, like you just send us the information. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like, hey, I think this couple fits your your mission. Mm-hmm. I, I'll call it a mission. And we'll let God do the rest of it. You mm-hmm. know, we'll send the invitation and and either they'll say yes or no. I mean, there's there's couples that we're we've been working on for a long, long time. Oh, well, it's two years now. Right. And um that are that are gonna that are scheduled already mm-hmm. for this coming season. Um and there's also in some cases individuals that I'm working on because I have this vision for something I want to put together for one of the episodes in the future. And I, I think it's gonna be almost like a panel. Mm-hmm. You know, it won't just be one or two. Um but that one will not be 30 minutes. No, it won't be. It'll be a, probably a movie. It'll <laughs> probably be one of those that will break up into several pieces. But yeah. you know, my, my hope and prayer is that much like the last season has been, you know, that it's going to be stories that we get feedback on of how much it touched them and what it what they learned. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, how much it hurt to hear, but it made them shift. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the second part of that is is it to, for it to grow into even more of a spider web of connections of people who are either listeners and or guests mm-hmm. of the show so that it becomes this communal type atmosphere mm-hmm. that over over the course of the next, let's say this coming year, um, that everybody seems connected. Like they, 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 they recognize people's faces or whatever um, and are able to learn and get to know more about them in a way that inspires them because success leads clues, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I will say that for the most part, we have interviewed some extremely successful couples, not just in their business life, mm-hmm. but in their couplehood, mm-hmm. coupleship, whatever you call that. Right. right? Um, and they're, they come at it unashamed of mm-hmm. where their success is rooted. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll just say the success of that does not equal perfection. Like th- these are people who um, are outwardly and inwardly, I think very successful, but will own the fact that, yeah, it's not always pretty. You know, we, we have moments that are, that are just not, not what I would want to show the world. Right. Like, I'm, like they're not real worthy, but you know, right. They acknowledge that. Yeah, it's, it, it's, they understand it's progress over perfection. A hundred percent. So I'll throw the question at you. So did you just learn that you've, that you listen better or did you learn something else? 
And I think that's the one thing um, that's probably the most glaring thing for me because I'm not I've, in the past. I've not been a great listener. Um, I, I think that there's so much more of a common thread among successful couples. You know, it's it's like it's one thing to know it's how you know we've leaned so much into we know that we can't do it. Um, I mean, I'm really aware that I can't, you know, and, and, and not saying that I doubt your strength, but I know that you can't. Yeah, I have no doubt. And that means we can't. Right. And as we've interviewed these, these couples, it's obvious that they understand that. Mm-hmm. And it's clear that once you start to acknowledge that, there are some amazing things that can happen right. in the growth of it. But if I hadn't been listening, you know, and asking the questions and trying to take the next step of learning and gleaning some wisdom from people, then it, it wouldn't have taken place. That's fair. You know, the one of the things that we've talked is this is this is a it's a labor of love. I will say this thing, this podcast and the books and all that. Mm-hmm. Is a labor of love is because you feel it's like it's on your heart and there's something that you feel like you can in some way even if it's you know pouring a cup in the ocean you know it's there's something to be to be gained by those that hear it and i I do feel that way i mean it's so i've I've learned that every voice matters Mm -hmm. so i think it's And that's not so much about me, you know, but it's something that I've learned. But if every voice matters, that means ours does too. Right. I think it kind of goes back to the question, you know, people ask a lot of times, well, why should I do that? Well, if you not, then who? Right. Like, what is it Pastor Chris said last night? And who are you making, who, like, how are you making disciples? Mm -hmm. You know, we we leave the work to someone else. Right. But if not you, then who? Right. Because we all have a role to play. And if we neglect to do our role, like, like, don't be mistaken. God does not need me to do anything to accomplish his end. He will accomplish his end, whether I do it or not. But there's a role out there that only I can fill. So if I don't do that, then there's nobody else who can fill that exact role. But I hope for those that have been listening and um, that you've gotten some some from it. I'd love to hear feedback of what the takeaways have been for those that have listened over the last season. Um, And like I said, send us recommendations, like send us, hey, this person, this couple Mm -hmm. would be a phenomenal interview because they they really get it. Mm -hmm. Right. Agreed. Any closing thoughts? I have none. Wow. Amazing. Not really. You can do it. No, the thoughts part. Oh. It's not amazing that I don't have thoughts. I have many thoughts. Father God, thank you for giving us an opportunity to sit and share and just create that ripple in the water so that other people can share and talk and discuss and just create an environment where 
everyone is going to level up to their best self and and really focus in on keeping the main thing the main thing. Help us as we continue this project and this labor of love, as Chris put it, um, so that people who are meant to hear it do. Help us to just be mindful that we are that we are um, commissioned to do this. This is not just something that should be seen as a hobby or something fun, but this is actually our ministry, and we need to be really mindful of how we steward that. Keep us and guide us. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Faith, Family, Fulfillment, brought to you by Chris and Suzanne Vester. We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's guests and stories. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow Chris and Suzanne on Instagram at H-V-A-U-T-O-C-O-O and Suzanne.C.Vester. That's at S-U-Z-A-N-N-E dot C dot V-E-S-T-E-R. 